With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond organic sleep. Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you. Marinero, the sick podcast. If Mark Bergevin is willing to come back as general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, Canadiens fans are asking themselves, is he worthy of a contract extension. Of course, we know his contract is up at the end of the 2021-2022 season. It's a sick podcast. The show is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Go to myessentia.com slash sickpod and use code sickpod for a free pillow with your purchase. Essentia, beyond organic sleep. So when the season ended last year, Mark Bergevin was asked about his contract situation and said, I have one year left on my contract and I intend to honor it. It had a lot of people asking themselves serious questions. Why is he saying that? Uh, have they had talks with him? Uh, does he not want to come back? Does he want to take a break from hockey? Does he want to pursue a GM job with another team? Um, list goes on and on. You can, I too am wondering what's going on, but I'll tell you this. Let's take a look at his body of work. We can break it down into a couple of segments if you want. There were his first five years as general manager with the Montreal Canadiens. There was a reset after that. And there is phase three, which we're in right now. If you told me that at the end of those first five years, you wanted another general manager to be the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, I can understand. If you told me you thought he should be fired, I could understand. We take a look at the reset after where he switched things up. He got rid of some veteran players on that team, um, traded P.K. Subban, traded Max Pacioretty, traded Alex Galchenyuk. And not every trade worked out for him because clearly if he could have a mulligan on uh, the Jonathan Drouin trade, I'm sure he would with all due respect to Drouin. But taking a look at where Sergeyev is with his career and where it's going, uh, there's no doubt he'd like to take a mulligan on that one. Did he make that deal? 
there were some season ticket holders that said that they were going to not come back. Loge owners that said that they would not renew. The Canadians lacked scoring. They needed a French star. And there weren't too many out there that were available. Jonathan Drouin was. And they figured he would be the guy. And they were told that, you know what, he'd be able to play under pressure and all that stuff. Drew ain't come off a 54-point season with the Tampa Bay Lightning. By the way, if you want their jersey, the Canadians jersey, or any other jersey in sports, you go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. And our sick merch as well, you can use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. One of the things that Bergevin has done really well as general manager of the Montreal Canadiens is trades. You could criticize him for some of the trades he didn't make. You can criticize him for not being able to address the center ice position earlier than he did. You could even say that maybe he got a little lucky in acquiring Nick Suzuki, who now has become his number one centerman. But if you take a look at most of his trades and you take a look at most of his unrestricted free agent signings, it's true that the drawing trade didn't work out. And it's true that Carl Alsner on waivers didn't work out either. And it's true that Keith Kincaid on waivers didn't work out either. Or as an unrestricted free agent, pardon me. But let's talk about the guys that did work out. Let's talk about Corey Perry, signed as an unrestricted free agent, who became one of the Montreal Canadiens' better players down the stretch and in the playoffs was a pressure player. Michael Froelich, nothing to lose there. Bear league minimum. Added depth to the organization. Tyler Toffoli, what a deal that was. Four years, $4.25 million per year. He underpaid him and was able to do a selling job to his agent, Pat Brisson, and sign him. That was a great deal. Trading Galchenyuk for Max Domi, who picked up 72 points here. Then the second he went downhill, was able to trade him for Josh Anderson. Making a deal and eventually signing Joel Edmondson. Making a deal for Jake Allen extending Jake Allen for a couple of years on a very affordable contract, being able to retain the players that he wanted to in the expansion draft. Take a look at what he did for asset management, what he picked up Kovalchuk for and what he traded him for, what he picked up Nate Thompson for and what he traded him for, what he picked up Marco Scandella for and what he traded him for. Um, the signing of Ben Sherratt who, along with Shea Weber last year, were a duo together, a very, very good duo. So how many trades did he lose? I mean, um, there's some that amounted to not much. I mean, a chapeau for a wheel, for example, was, you know, not very, very significant. I get that. Um, Schlemko and Fraze for Weiss and Folan, uh, there's no big winner there. The Pacioretty deal, Vegas did good. The Canadians did good. You got Nick Suzuki. You got a younger player than Max Pacioretty who was on a more cap-friendly contract. I tend to think that the Montreal Canadiens made out on that one. Uh, and, you know, the list goes on and on. So, you know, as much as he was criticized for trading, trading uh, P.K. Subban, I think safe to say that in the last five years that Shea Weber gave the Montreal Canadiens everything they could have asked. And uh, Canadians fans... More often than not, after Bergevin makes trades, they celebrate, and they celebrate uh, sophistication style. Event rentals, 
Live music, DJ sound systems, tents, chairs, tables, decor, lighting, photo booth, TV screens, 514-570-5770 is the number to call. So now I ask you this. You don't bring back Mark Bergevin. Who do you put there? You have to choose a candidate who speaks French. That's just what Montreal is. And it's an unwritten rule that you have to hire a general manager who speaks French. Once you become the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, it's unlike any other GM job in the league. How many guys are used to the pressure? How many guys have been there? Julian Brisebois in Tampa. I don't see him leaving that job. Matthew Darsh in a great position under Julian Brisebois, who's acquired a lot of experience. Having said that, Mark Bergevin has more. Who else? Um, Pat Brisson is doing extremely well. He's arguably the number one agent in hockey. Uh, so why would he want to leave what he's doing? Stefan Cantal has been Department of Player Safety for a while, but who else? Who else can you name? If he would choose to step away, I think Matthew Darsh would be a great choice. I wouldn't be surprised if it would be Martin Lapointe, who has worked under Mark Bergevin, and so has Scott Mellenby, and so has Trevor Timmons. But once again, the whole French-speaking thing comes into effect, and I think Martin Lapointe would be the designated guy. If that were to ever happen, Mark Bergevin, I think, would probably be uh, I think Lapointe would probably have to report to Bergevin, who would probably take on a consultant's role or a hockey ops role with the Montreal Canadiens. But if Mark Bergevin wants to come back, uh, you'd have to think that he's the guy that you have to bring back. You you cannot. Yes, you can say that he's been there for 10 years and they never won the Stanley Cup. They came within three wins, and that's a lot closer than a lot of teams can say. How many teams have won the Stanley Cup in the last 10 years? It's there's there's going to be 32 teams in the league. It's the hardest trophy in all of sports to win. There's only one team that wins it. And, you know, you're going to blame him for not winning the Stanley Cup. You can blame him for the direction you think he took or didn't take um, positions he addressed or didn't address. But blaming him for winning the Stanley, not winning the Stanley Cup. I don't think you can do that. So Mark Bergevin. 10 years as general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. So it's like having a player in your organization for 10 years that you developed. So you developed them maybe, albeit he was in the National Hockey League as GM here for 10 years. But let's use the comparison that he was in the GM school, the American Hockey League school of being a general manager in his first five years. They developed him. And in the last five years, he became a much better general manager. In the last three years, I think he's become one of the better general managers in the league. You're going to blame him for losing Kotkaniemi? Well, if you want, you can do that. Maybe he ends up smiling in the end. Any NHLer will tell you that $6.1 million is way too much money for Kotkaniemi, whether you think he should have matched or not matched. And this is the deepest the Montreal Canadiens have been on the wing since I covered this team, which is going back almost 20 years. Caulfield to Foley. Caulfield's another great draft pick, by the way. And they've had their share of bad draft picks, and I get it. The one thing where I'm going to give the Montreal Canadiens a, a grade where I'm not so sure they pass is not going to be on drafting. On drafting, I think they'll pass. On developing, I think they don't. I think every time they made the mistake of drafting by position or need or by what the fans want, those were the wrong picks. So A, you're starting off with the wrong picks, and B, you should be developing those picks. 
Not only did they pick wrong in those years, they actually rushed all those players into the National Hockey League right away so that the fans could be happy or because they didn't have players like that within the organization that were on the same level. They thought about the team first and the players' development second, and there they were wrong. So listen, um, if I were to place a bet on my bookie and I go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and I use code SICKPICKS to double your deposit, bet, win, and get paid on who's going to be the next general manager of the Montreal Canadiens, I think it's going to be Mark Bergevin. And yes, I'm a little perplexed as to why uh, he hasn't signed because I believe the the job is his and the extension is his if he wants it. I believe a contract extension has been offered to him. Yes, I'm a little bit perplexed. Maybe he's negotiating. I think that if they negotiate, Bergevin is in the driver's seat because who else is Jeff Molson going to go out and acquire who knows what it means to be a GM of the National Hockey League? has been for the last 10 years a GM in the National Hockey League, knows what the pressure and media and all that stuff that comes with it in Montreal is all about, has been one of the better general managers in the last three years in the National Hockey League as far as trades are concerned, has been able to convince unrestricted free agents to come here, has been able to retain some of those players, was three wins away from winning a Stanley Cup. Uh, When he got here, the cupboards were absolutely bare and now they're full. They have a bunch of prospects in the pipeline. And I say that Mark Bergevin will sign that contract extension. Born and raised in Point St. Charles, grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan, talked about winning the Stanley Cup as the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. He has yet to do that. I don't know if he will. I hope for him that he will. I think when you weigh all those things and he looks in the mirror and says, I came here to win a cup and he hasn't, I believe he ends up signing that contract extension. So if I were to bet today, I would say that Mark Bergevin will sign a three-year contract extension that would put him in line with John Sedgwick and other members of the organization, Dominic Ducharme, the head coach, list goes on and on, who they've all been extended for three years pretty much. I say they extend Bergevin three years as well. And so the entire management group is together for at least another three-year cycle or maybe not as much depending on other people that may lose their job in the meantime. But I don't think Bergevin will. I say Mark Bergevin signs a three-year contract extension. uh, And if he does, or when he does, or if he does, I say Cherry River, hard seltzer, 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives, now available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer store. Mark Bergevin, I will drink to you. You're not always popular with everyone, but I think your track record in a very difficult market speaks for itself. I believe you're worthy of the contract extension. I believe you will sign it, and I wish you good luck. Marinero, the Sick Podcast. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Essentia, the world's only natural memory foam mattress. Beyond Organic Sleep, Cherry River Hard Seltzer, 
only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.